Hey y'all, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Peace by Peace podcast with y'all girl, Ebony Lachey. Um, it has been a minute, like a minute. Um, so much has happened, all great things, I promise, but your girl been booked and busy. Um, so I... I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the last episode, um, but I'm now fully certified as a youth mental health first aid trainer. Um, I have done a couple trainings since receiving my certification back in July. Um, what else? Um, I My daughter was in a wedding in September for one of my really good friends. Uh, I married at this beautiful venue in Chicago. Truly, truly, truly happy for her because we done been through some ish, right? Um, oh my gosh, what else? I let go at a toxic... <laughs> that toxic situation, y'all. Um, thought I had met someone new that ended because y'all know we don't got time to just see where things go we not just gonna twiddle our thumbs and just sit around um I am working with two local nonprofit organizations to write curriculum um based on mental health and life skills for high school girls and then one for um another youth program that'll be starting within the next couple of weeks and then um, I am also getting ready to be trained in teen mental health first aid. So I will be working with young people and assisting them with how to work with their friends who are experiencing a mental health crisis. For those of us that either have kids or work with kids, we know um, we know that the kids are going to go to their friends before they come to us, right? So assisting them and equipping them with the tools needed in order to help their friends um, while they are working to potentially get an adult involved, um, depending on the seriousness of the crisis, but um, showing them what that looks like, you know what I mean, to help a friend, to help one of their peers. Um, Today's episode was a little bit off topic, and I'm not going to lie, I have not been into recording, I have not been posting on my TikTok consistently. Um, we ended up deleting both the Facebook and the Instagram um, podcast page just because with everything that I do, it made more sense to incorporate the podcast posts into um, into what we already do for uh, my personal page. Um, so my personal page will be all branding for everything um, that concerns mental health, whether it is my youth mental health first aid trainings, it is programs that I am doing with young people, um, whether it is posting about the podcast, um, resharing the TikToks that I post related to mental health, and yeah, it is early, it's 6.30 a.m., I'm trying to get this done before I take my son to his MRI appointment, I'll explain more about that later, um, but yeah, everything will now be shared. Follow the hashtag on any social media, Mental Health Bay. And that's TikTok, that's Instagram, that's Twitter, that's Facebook. Um, so I tried to just incorporate it all under one hashtag. Um, and you can look that up and find out anything about me that is going on at the moment. So really trying to 
rebrand and be consistent and I never want to record a podcast unless I am in a place where I am fully engulfed in whatever the topic is. So getting right to it, um, our topic for today is intuition versus insecurity. Um, Having a conversation with one of my really good friends the other day, and we were just talking about how sometimes we're dating someone and something happens, right? And I get this gut feeling like he <laughs> he on some BS, like he up to no good. He da 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 da. He about to he about to do this. Well, how you know? Because I could feel it. I had a dream. I feel it in my stomach, like he about to do something stupid, or he trying to play in my face. That's y'all know. That's my favorite line. He trying to play in my face. So, um, we're just having a conversation and sometimes like I legit don't even know where this stuff, this stuff is coming from. Like, and I'm like, I need to go look into this because I know, like I learned things about this in like classes that I've taken or trainings that I've taken, but this ish is like legit, like real. So we were just talking about intuition versus insecurity and like, what is the difference between those two things? So I looked up some things, but we still gonna have like, you know what I'm saying, a genuine conversation or whatever. And um, a couple of the things that I came across just as far as like intuition versus insecurity is just like, intuition is typically um, some, like, it creates like a belief about something and there's no conscious reasoning to it. And uh, insecurity, this is like, a lack of something that I already feel within myself. Like, I already feel this way. So, intuition, like, is something, like, that immediately sparks from a situation that happened or a situation that manifests. And insecurity, like, I've been feeling this. It may rise to the surface, but I've always felt this way. Or, um, it's, it's more so inner. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's coming from the inner parts of me, right? My, whether it's what I, they're gonna yawn again. Oh my gosh, y'all. I'm I'm trying to be more intentional about getting up in the morning when I'm supposed to versus pressing snooze 30 million times. So y'all bear with me. But um yeah, insecurity is more so, you know what I'm saying, like the inner work, like I've been feeling like this, whether this is mental, um, I've been feeling like this in my head, or you know what I'm saying, I've been feeling like this about myself, whatever, whatever. But yeah, it's there. Um another thing is like intuition is like you gonna always feel like this or it's something that no matter what happens I still feel this way about this specific topic situation and subject whatever and it's always accurate right accurate y'all know it's coming with facts insecurity uh, is based off of a fear a trigger uh, again our self-worth our self-confidence not being enough not being good enough whatever whatever it's based off of something and then, so the only other thing, and there are a lot of things that I found, but I know, like, I'm really, like, I'm really, like, I don't want to say picky, but I guess, like, really, like, weird about the information that I read or really read about the information that I get because, you know, like, social media and even the internet will, like, send you clean off. And have you out here like, oh yeah, I seen this and da 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 da. Y'all, I just dropped my earpods. <laughs> and you don't even, you know what I'm saying? You don't even know like 
if this is real, where this information came from, whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But anywho, um, it, it again brings up like intuitions are those those gut feelings, like something that we feel right off the bat, like, and we can't put a finger to it or what it is. Insecurity is always swimming around, swimming around in our head. I just did a group with my students that I work with and we talked about those negative thoughts and um, 80% of our thoughts a day are negative, right? That's anywhere from 40 to 60,000 thoughts a day are negative in our head. So these are things that are already swimming around, swimming things that we are already thinking about ourselves. Um, it talks about intuition doesn't typically question uh, what's going on. Like it's like it's a feeling about like what's going on, present tense, the the why. You want to know the why? Insecurity triggers questions about you. Am I good enough? Am I worthy? Do he really want to be with me? Do he really want to be here? This is next, Y, and Z. And then the last thing that I found, um, it says the intuition, it triggers curiosity. It doesn't promote action. You find yourself becoming more aware, being observant, and then when the time is right, bringing up the conversations that you have, that have been concerning you. Um, and it says it's a slow grumble, like it, it builds up. Insecurity, however, it triggers a fight or flight response. It leads to a flare-up. It leads you to wanting to do something and to act quickly to relieve the anxiety. To confront your boyfriend. To go through his phone. To call him all the time. It says insecurity is emotionally intense. Right? You wonder why people be on live screaming at their phone. That's instant. Like, I'm not going to lie to y'all. As soon as I read this, I instantly thought about all the people who get on live and scream at their phone. It's like, you be thinking of people is crazy, but I got to do something instantly to to relieve this emotion or this intense like whatever this is and just thinking through that and it's just like wow like this is crazy and I just think about like even and again using myself for an example um a couple years ago I was in a really like toxic relationship and got out of that relationship and ended up getting into a great relationship, amazing relationship. And people always ask me why, the, why I use the quote that it says, it's really hard to be with a good man after you've been with a bad one. And um, my the person I was dating at the time, now my ex, were still really great friends. But he would, when we first started dating, like after maybe 7, 8 o'clock at night like he went to see that right my ex before him 7, 8 o'clock he ain't texting me back cause he done met up with shorty like they together they chilling they kicking it whatever whatever and in my head the new guy that I was dating oh he doing something he not texting me back at 7, 8 o'clock what he doing my gut my stomach telling me he doing something he doing something and my, you know what I'm saying, not really knowing, like, this is my insecurity speaking, because I had just been through this situation, and I know that the new dude cheated on me, because the old dude was cheating on me, not realizing, it feels like my gut, because I've experienced this before, but it's my insecurity, one, yes, same thing, because I've experienced it before, and I know what this feels like, and I've been through this scenario, so I'm telling myself it's an intuition when reality when in reality 
I don't know. Like, I gotta, I gotta, one, I gotta speak up. And I'm, it's, it's unfair to this man that I'm just prejudging him based off a previous situation. I'm making it like it's intuition, but it's really an insecurity because I've been through this before and I know what this feels like. And it don't feel good to me. And knowing that I don't want to go through that again, mind you, this man lived five hours away. How I'm trying to pull up? Baby, you can't pull up after no five-hour drive. By the time you do three hours in, you ain't even mad no more. Or you don't know why you mad. Now you're just excited to see your man because y'all long distance and you ain't, and you ain't seen him. But we ended up having a conversation about it one day. And mind you, I'm knowing that this man got to work at like four or five in the morning. Yes, he sleep at seven or eight o'clock in the evening because he got to get up at four or five in the morning and drive like 30, 40 minutes to his job. So we had a conversation and for a while, like, y'all, why was this man trying to stay up with me until 10, 11 o'clock at night to, to make sure that I didn't feel insecure because he was going to sleep early. So my man is now going to work exhausted in the morning because he feel bad because him going to bed early because he got to go to work is a trigger to me. That sounds toxic, though. Real toxic, right? So we ended up, you know what I'm saying, just talking and me letting him know where my triggers came from and me letting him know, like, why I feel this way and why these things bother me at X, Y, and Z. And I had to come to the realization that Ebony, he not him. He not him. And you being t- you being toxic like this man has done five five hours away mind you text you when he get up text you when he get off work text you when he go on his lunch break call you as soon as he get home hey babe i'm finna get in a shower after work i'm gonna call you as soon as i get out the shower y'all on facetime is 24 hours out the day he sleep for about 10 of them he on the phone facetime with you when he not at work he on the way to get food he on the way to the gym he did not that he feel like he got anything to prove, but he wants you to be comfortable. And like, yeah, some men do it because they finna, you know what I'm saying? I'm finna go do whatever, 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 when I got this phone. But like, he genuinely did it because he wanted me to know that he wasn't doing nothing. And because I had been so triggered by this previous situation, I done drove this man crazy. <laughs> he didn't he get no sleep at night. He had work tired. He exhausted. You know what I'm saying? And one of the things that I've learned is we really have to go to therapy. I I typically don't push therapy down people's throats. But when we're thinking about relationships and marriage and wanting to go to those next places in our relationships, we got to do better. And I can't be trying to, and I, again, I, y'all know I use me for an example because I never want anybody to feel like I'm pointing a finger at them, but we have to realize that I can't call myself wanting to be somebody's wife, somebody's girlfriend, somebody's spouse, somebody's partner. And I haven't dealt with these triggers because yeah, you will have some triggers that you got to talk through with your partner so that they know where you're coming from. But in the same breath, we have to realize that. He's not responsible for unraveling all of my trauma, all of my triggers. Some of that I got to deal with on my own. Some of that I got to unravel on my own. Um, and I, 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 
think I've used the example before that my traumas, my triggers, my um, insecurities are all this big ball of yarn. And my therapist or my self-care or my self-work, my shadow work is someone knitting a sweater from this, what is it, from this ball of yarn. They're unraveling all of these thoughts, traumas, actions that trigger me, that do all these things to me, that put me in this position that make me feel like I'm unworthy of being loved, that I'm unworthy of somebody caring for me, somebody wanting to sit with me and hold my hand and hold me and be with me while I figure this out as long as I'm actively working towards it. I don't want nobody to sit with me in my mess and I'm just, well, that's how I am. He gonna take it or he gonna leave it. He wanna be here or he don't. I don't want nobody to wanna be with me through that. Because in reality, ladies, when we want to be with somebody while they sitting in their mess, and we just like, well, girl, that's how he is. Now while he going upside your head, now while he verbally abusing you, now while he is being toxic to you, I don't want to sit with nobody through that. Come to me healing and becoming whole. You ain't got to come to me healed, but I need to see you actively working towards it. Now, if it's a little bit too much and I can't deal with it, yeah, we're going to have to part ways. But if you are actively working through whatever it is that you got going on, we can we potentially figure some things out. Um, and again, everybody has their their hard nose and their nose that are that are movable. That's not the word I want to use, but that's the word that comes to mind. You have those nose that it's just like okay, he he he's physically abusive. That's a hard no for me. I dealt with that situation. Y'all know that. Um, So for that, yeah, no. He is verbally abusive. That's a hard no for me. I can't deal with that. Um, A moving no. And again, moving is not the word that I want to use, but it's the word that comes to mind. Um, He is working on his finances. So we can work together. We sitting down. We mapping out our finances every Sunday. We are pulling out money that we can spend, we paying all our bills, we paying our credit cards, we're getting our credit in order. That's a moving no for me because that can move to a yes because we're working through something like that. Another one, another one, and I know one of my friends, when she listens to this, she gonna laugh. He can't dress. That's a moving no for me because as he begins to trust me, he gonna let me, oh, babe, yeah, this shirt look nice on you. Oh, babe, you should, you should get them. I think them will look nice on you, X, Y, and Z. That's a moving note, right? Um, um, I don't know. Like there, there are other ones that I can think of, but again, there are hard notes and there are moving notes, or maybe transferable notes. I don't know. I don't know what word I want to use. Y'all, let me know what y'all think. But just really and truly knowing that. Um, switching between insecurities and intuition we got to be able to call a spade a spade and knowing that this is intuition because this is something I feel in my gut because of oh x y and z and I don't know if this is the correct example so y'all correct me if I'm wrong but me 
maybe we had an argument and me you know what I'm saying things weren't settled before we went to sleep but we still went to bed together we hugged we kissed we woke up the next morning you have a great day we have a great day if you live with your partner again um and me intuition could be me knowing that if I allow this situation to go unresolved it our relationship could get worse like we don't need to go to bed angry we don't need to wake up angry we don't need to go through that next day angry with one another we need to figure out how to resolve this issue and in my gut something's telling me i need to figure out if i'm the, if i'm the person that did something wrong i need to make this right if he's a person that did something wrong i need to be open and vocal with him enough to tell him like hey you did this and i didn't like that blah, blah, blah x y and z insecurity um if you if you date a man that has kids and he is actively co-parenting with his ex for me it used to be an insecurity not that the man did anything wrong he co-parenting with his ex like he's supposed to right if you got kids your other parent needs to be involved whether y'all together or not 100% believe that wholeheartedly but it was an insecurity for me because someone that I was dating, they called it co-parent, but they were still having sex. They were still messing around, right? So he co the new dude, or if I date somebody that has kids down the line, whatever. If he's co-parenting with his ex, and my gut is telling me it's intuition, he fucking her. In reality, it's an insecurity. Because the last man that I dated, he was still messing around with his ex. Could I prove it? Well, obviously, yeah, they ended up having another baby together. <laughs> and this was like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, whatever. But, um, and I, and I, I feel like I'm being vague or I'm being blanket and I'm honestly not trying to be, but that's the biggest thing that I can say. That was, that was how I, and again, personal situation, that was how I got through in insecurity versus an intuition dating somebody that was actively co-parenting with the mother of his kids and in my gut it's like no they fucking like he not they not taking a baby out for their birthday and it was like ebony that's not an intuition that's an insecurity because the man that you dated before him he was messing around with his kid's mom. But told you, no, I'm going over there because... And I had to be able to separate the two. I had to be able to unravel the triggers of why I felt this way. And realizing that this man, this new guy at that time, because right now there is no new guy. Um, that he was open with me about any and everything. He was with her. He would answer the phone. Hey, babe. You know what I'm saying? Calling me, babe. Hey, babe. Um, da, da, da. The kids, hi. Da, like, you're in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, babe. Da, 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 let me call you back. Oh, dude. He over there co-parenting. He ain't answered the phone. He ain't sent the text. He ain't sent the smoke signal. He ain't sent the bird call. Coming home, jumping in the shower. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we have to, and this is men and women. We have to truly process these things and realize 
the difference between the two. And realize that with men, sometimes they have insecurities as well because of previous situations that they've been in. Sometimes it ain't that he don't trust you. It's just that y'all done seen, y'all got some friends as women that really done fuck some of these men up. And they have insecurities. And realizing that there may be things that you do that may trigger a man. That's where the open communication comes in. That's where talking, that's where, you know what I'm saying? Knowing when it's changes in your man and being able to say, hey, babe, I da, 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 da. if I did something to make you feel away, you know what I'm saying? I apologize. That's being a woman to come see, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that we don't do those things enough, men and women, being able to apologize about something that we did, even though the trigger ain't our fault. If I'm communicating with this person and I care about them and I do something that triggers them and they let me know that it triggers them or they don't let me know, but I notice a change in their behavior. Hey, I noticed that when X, Y, and Z, you did this. Is everything okay? Like we have to be open enough to have those those conversations as adults and being open and open for the feedback as well. Um, so again, that's my two cents. Y'all know I got to throw my two pennies in the ring every now and again. Um, but... That was what I have for y'all today. I am trying to get more consistent with posting. Um, The goal is to have a new podcast posted every Thursday um, through the end of the year. I'm not sure what season four will look like yet. Um, I do want to do some interviews, but I'm still very, very, um, very overprotective of my baby and not really knowing what I want it to look like right Um, so we'll see but as always thank y'all for tuning in we don't unfortunately we don't have a podcast page anymore but that's not gonna stop you from going to follow the hashtag mental health day Um, commenting liking giving advice giving feedback on any of my posts my my tiktoks my um rants on twitter uh so yeah y'all go look y'all girl up follow me and see you soon peace